what is up my dudes welcome to olympia oddities i'm trista and i'm steven i don't know i thought i'd mix it up for a little bit yeah that's not right (laughs) i'm trista (laughs) and i'm steven and today we're telling you about a group of everyday seattle citizens who decided to don a super suit and fight crime forming the rain city superhero movement oh yeah we're getting our kick-ass on. Oh, yeah. We'll also get into the tale of Phoenix Jones. Oh, yeah. One of the superheroes in question whose story proves that you really do die a hero or live long enough to end up the villain. Easily the most badass name we're going to get into, though. Phoenix Jones. He does have the best name out of all of them. He does. I'm really excited for this one. I think this is going to be fun. I personally love the movie Kick-Ass. I really do. I think it holds up. I love that movie. It's one of my, like, throw it on in the background just for fun. I need a background movie while I clean movies. I don't know why, but I've just always been like, that is a quality film. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're the reason that I actually saw that for the first time. And it also, like, (sighs) a lot darker, but that movie that had Rain Wilson in it, that his superhero movie that was called Super. I don't think I ever saw that one. That one's way darker. (laughs) Oh, Seattle superheroes. Chronicle. Chronicle was that that movie? Chronicle was a good one. Yeah, I love Chronicle, the one where they can fly. Yeah, that one was a, that one was not quite s- superhero, but they, yeah, they just they, they got superhero powers. Yeah, that was some cool shit. That was a good movie. But Super, that was the one with Rain Wilson. That one's okay. that one's. We'll watch that one at a later at, at a later date. Yeah. Around 2011, people began noticing mass superheroes on the streets of Seattle. They'd offer directions to people, pose for pictures, and break up drunken bar fights that had spilled out onto the city's streets. By July of 2011, the police had recorded at least 10 superheroes patrolling the city. The names of some of the heroes in question were Thorn, Buster Doe, Buster Doe. Green Reaper, The Mantis, Mantis Toboggan. <laughs> Gemini, No Name, Catastrophe, Thunder 88. That sounds like a Rob Zombie album. It does. Penelope. That's just somebody, I guess. Yeah, literally just said, oh, that's Penelope. Yeah, oh, that's Penelope. And Phoenix Jones. His is the best. Yeah, I, I, I think it is. I think it is. I feel like with the Mantis, you have to go the mantis you know what i mean like, i'm the mantis <laughs> yeah like it has to have a voice i just think of danny devito just mantis mantis toboggan this is of course a non-comprehensive list and this doesn't include all of the heroes this was just some of the names of them that i was able to track down since then someone else named red dragon has also claimed to be a part of this group and we actually watched a video where they were in that so they were a part of it this just doesn't help that I'm reading Lords of Chaos right side by side that we're doing this. And I have a feeling that I'm just every few lines, I'm just going to be like, you dorks. Yeah, well, we, we watched some videos earlier of like the superheroes in action and then of Phoenix Jones, as we'll get into it, his fighting <laughs> career. And we were watching the superhero ones and we were like, dorks and nerds. Every yep. last one of them, dorks and nerds. Yep. And then we watched some of his like UFC videos and we were like, not bad not a dork and then right back to the superhero video dork it's he's yep it's weird (laughs) your brain can't wrap your head around it it's like it's fantastic though the first incident that 
that got the group of impromptu superheroes some news coverage was when Phoenix Jones intervened in a car theft on January 2nd, 2011. Phoenix Jones had chased after the car thief while the owner had stood by in shock. CBS News arranged for Phoenix Jones and the car owner to meet, and the owner thanked him repeatedly and asked him a few questions about a super suit. Which looks like Spawn, by the way. Like, that old school, like, they made a movie about, or not about him, but the movie from, like, I believe it was the 90s. Just if you if you imagine that, or even just the comic book character, if you happen to know him, if you don't look him up, you got a great idea. Or even Bible Man, if you're from the South and had that on your TV. Yeah, I'll show you Bible Man later. Just a few days later, ABC News aired a story covering Phoenix Jones. The report included footage of Phoenix Jones preventing a drunk man from getting into his car and driving. The drunk man tried to fight Phoenix Jones, so he threatened him with a stun baton. <laughs> The video later shows a police officer approaching Phoenix Jones and some other superheroes to discuss the negative effect that their masks and get-up might have on drunk people. On September 24th, 2011, Phoenix Jones ended up dousing a man in pepper spray after the man had attempted to steal a bus while the driver had been on the sidewalk handing out flyers. The pepper spray dyed the attempted hijacker orange, but he did manage to escape. Phoenix Jones said that he didn't receive any help from the Seattle police and that they had taken hours just to respond to this incident. <laughs> Shortly after this incident, Phoenix Jones was arrested for his use of pepper spray during another altercation. On October 9th, he and his group claimed to break up an unfair fight between two people at a nightclub. According to the police reports on this incident, though, the police didn't find any sign of a fight when they arrived and one of the allegedly fighting nightclub folk had denied that any of them had any involvement in the fight. According to one woman who was involved in the altercation, an argument had broken out between her group and another, and next thing they knew, Phoenix Jones had suddenly approached them, pepper sprayed them, and said, I'm a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. That's how, that's how superheroes should work. Yeah, I remember when Batman did that. <laughs> However, a video was uploaded the next day that showed the woman hitting Phoenix Jones and another person with one of her shoes. <laughs> Phoenix Jones appeared in court on October 13th, 2011. He wore a black and gray striped shirt over his super suit along with his mask. A court officer asked him to remove his mask, which he did until the end of the hearing. Outside the courthouse, Phoenix Jones stopped to talk to reporters and removed his mask once again and re revealed his identity. He told them, I will continue to patrol with my team, probably tonight. In addition to being Phoenix Jones, I am also Ben Fodor, father and brother. I am just like everybody else. The only difference is that I try to stop crime in my neighborhood and everywhere else. I think I have to look toward the future and see what I, ha see what I can do to help the city. Ben Fodor. The hero we don't need right now, but the hero we deserve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ben Fodor was born on May 25th, 1988 in Texas. He began his amateur MMA career in 2006. He was signed to World Series of Fighting in 2015, and he's fought under the names Flattop and Vigilante. 
He has a pretty impressive fighting record to someone like me who knows little to nothing about it, with 11 fights total, 7 wins, 3 losses, and 1 win by knockout. He's also the younger foster brother of Strikeforce and UFC veteran fighter Car- Carlos Fodor and has fought against him before. Ben Fodor was inspired to take up crime fighting himself after two incidents changed his mind about how things were being handled in Seattle. The first was when his car was broken into, and his son was injured after he fell on the broken glass. Several people in the area told Fodor that multiple people in the area had seen the break-in happen, but no one had done anything or told anyone. The second incident was after Fodor had come across a friend of his being assaulted outside of a bar with a bunch of bystanders standing around doing nothing. Tossing on the mask that had been left during the car break-in, he made a commotion and drew attention to the scene until the police arrived. Of the incident, Fodor said that he thought, why didn't someone help him? There were 70 people outside that bar and no one did anything. Originally just wearing a ski mask, Fodor created the costume and identity of Phoenix Jones to try to keep himself somewhat anonymous because his crime-fighting antics were drawing a lot of attention to himself. He showed the costume off in a CBS news program about him. His costume featured a dragon skin brand bulletproof vest, stab plating, and the equipment he carried with him included a stun baton, pepper spray, handcuffs, and a first aid kit. Oh my god, this dude... Outside of the first aid kit, why the hell do you have that? Why? What? How is it legal for him to just walk around with handcuffs like that? Or a baton? Pepper spray? Okay. But handcuffs handcuffs and a baton? The, the, the I think that it is, it's, they, the police strongly discourage you being a superhero patrolling the seats, streets. Illegal, but it either. is not technically illegal. I guess that's true. You can go be a superhero right now if you want to. This is America. I, I don't know. I don't have the money for that. Not you, the listener, baby. <laughs> yes, you too can be a superhero today. We're not endorsing it or recommending it. But Being like, armed with a baton, yeah, pepper could. spray, and handcuffs. Also, possibly a first aid kit. On May 1st, 2012, a blogger reported that Phoenix Jones had pepper sprayed some protesters in downtown Seattle. See? Phoenix Jones took to Twitter and denied these claims, and he went on the Bob River show the next day to share his side of things. He claimed that while he was undercover, some of the protesters had told him about a plot to bomb the city courthouse. According to Phoenix Jones, he told the police about this, and after they didn't do anything about it, he tried to intercept the protesters at the courthouse. He claimed that he acted in self-defense with his pepper spray after the protesters protesters had begun throwing rocks and bottles at the windows and doors of the courthouse. Two other Rain City superhero movement members were also present during this, El Caballero and Midnight Jack. Midnight Jack. Midnight Jack's a fun name. I think that's my new favorite, actually. It's got to be like spring Jack's brother. Yeah. <laughs> in November of 2012, Phoenix Jones was once again in the papers, this time for mutual combat oh this story mutual combat aka two people agreeing to sort their shit out with their fists (laughs) is legal in washington as long as other people and property are not damaged by those consenting to fight a video of this fight went viral and some criticized the seattle pd for not intervening the department defended their officers by citing the seattle municipal code 
12A06025 that states, It is unlawful for any person to intentionally fight with another person in a public space in a public place and thereby create a substantial risk of one injury to a person who is not actively participating in the fight or two damage to the property of a person who is not actively participating in the fight because the fight stayed within the bounds of the law it was perfectly legal i just once in my life just once in my life i'm gonna i'm gonna take advantage of that law yeah there's a couple of people i wouldn't mind getting into mutual combat with yeah (laughs) you want to do it no (laughs) not with you be that way (laughs) and phoenix jones phoenix bones and me (laughs) uh and phoenix jones just didn't stop at washington for places that he fought crime On March 27th, 2015, he was set to be a speaker at the Institute Library's Amateur Hour speaking series in New Haven, Connecticut. He came across a man being stabbed and was able to hold off a group of men attacking the victim until the police were able to arrive. The host of the Amateur Hour series and contributor for This American Life was with Phoenix Jones while it happened and ended up holding his backpack during the event. Phoenix Jones later gave him the superhero nickname Blue Corduroy as a joke. Oh my god. (laughs) Back in Seattle again, on September 20th, 2015, Phoenix Jones spotted a man being attacked by three other men who were pistol whipping the victim. He alerted the police to the incident, and then charged the man holding the gun and knocked it out of his hand. The three men were arrested and charged with assault, and one of them was charged with possession of a firearm by a felon. On March 22nd, 2016, Phoenix Jones once again reappeared, this time to try to help talk down the infamous Man and Tree in Seattle. Oh, man. I I almost completely forgot about that. Tree Guy will get his own episode. I remember Tree Guy, but I forgot that he was there to talk him down. (laughs) Oh, man. Refresh my memory on this one. So for those not in the know about Tree Guy, uh, the man had climbed into an 80-foot sequoia tree... And basically just refused to come down for hours. In front of Macy's. <laughs> it was this tree. It was in, in front of Macy's. It was in front of Macy's, downtown Seattle. Uh, Phoenix Jones was also spotted roaming around the Capitol Hill Autonomous, jo- Autonomous Zone, or CHAZ, in, ju- in June of 2020. Phoenix Jones has told reporters that he has been stabbed while trying to insert himself into a situation with a drug dealer and a Seattle resident. The stabbing allegedly damaged part of his costume, which needed repairing afterwards. He has also told the police that the ballistics vest that he wears as part of his costume helped save his life and stop a bullet during an altercation in Tacoma. He also claimed that in 2011, his nose was broken while he was trying to break up a fight. One of the people fighting had pulled a gun on him while another kicked him, breaking his nose in the process. The incident was never reported to police, and it's claimed that Phoenix Jones's private doctor treated him. How much you want to bet his private doctor was either himself or his wife, who's just like, you gotta stop doing this. <laughs> 2014 led to the end of the Rain City superhero movement, with Phoenix Jones declaring that the movement was over. And Phoenix Jones' most recent feature in the news wasn't about him stopping a crime, and was instead about him committing one. Sometimes you die. Sometimes you die a hero. Sometimes you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. 
It really is true. <laughs> On January 9th, 2020, he was arrested for allegedly selling methylene dioxy methamphetamine or mdma hey man you did a great job tearing that word apart it's a big word <laughs> that was bleh. or mdma to an undercover police officer a witness had seen phoenix jones dealing drugs before and tipped off the police after they couldn't believe what they were seeing the operation revealed that Phoenix Jones had sold Molly to an undercover detective at a Starbucks on November 21st, 2019. Idiot. Prior to meeting up, the undercover detective had Venmoed him $300. They met up again, and Phoenix Jones took $200 more from the undercover cop and handed the undercover officer a paper bag containing about 7.1 grams of assorted packages of purple color powders. Idiot. When tested, the results confirmed that the powders were MDMA. Phoenix Jones and an accomplice were both arrested, and investigators found seven bundles of cocaine, a scale with residue, and around 30.7 grams of an unknown white powder. Whew. Yeah, I guess superhero business is a little tough. You gotta have a little side gig. I can't imagine that those costumes are cheap. I was actually going to make the comment earlier. I'm not so concerned that this dude was a superhero as much as he was just a wrestler too deep into uh, yeah, kayfabe. And he was just like, his character was a superhero in wrestling and that he just kept buying his outfits, kept working on his character, Wait. and he thought he was a superhero. What's kayfabe? Kayfabe in wrestling is... Okay, so the term kayfabe in wrestling basically means it's... it's you're in character okay. like you were yeah and that is just real you don't break kayfabe you don't break the story you don't break character yeah and that's that's just what this makes me think of because like when i heard earlier like yeah one of his costumes got damaged and that was going to take some money to i was like this du this dude's a wrestler this dude is a professional wrestler <laughs> as we mentioned before dressing up like a superhero and patrolling the city for crime isn't technically illegal the Seattle police have released multiple statements urging people to leave the police work to the police and instead act as good witnesses. Part of Phoenix Jones' reasoning for the suit was that it was an easy way not to be mistaken for a criminal, but the police kind of think otherwise, thinking that the costumes are an easy way to end up with a bunch of 911 calls from people who mistake them for criminals. Seattle attorney Pete Holmes called Phoenix Jones a deeply misguided individual. <laughs> I, I would I would maybe agree with that statement. <laughs> so there's our story of Phoenix Jones, inspiring vigilante crime fighter to some, irresponsible attention whore to others. If you'd like to support the podcast, please leave us five stars and a review. Those help us out a ton and help other people find our content. You can also follow our Facebook and Instagram pages at Olympia Oddities Podcast on both or tell a friend about us. We're always taking submissions for episode topics and your own personal spooky stories. So feel free to DM us or send us an email at olympiaoddities at gmail.com. I'm Trista and my personal Instagram is at saloon ghost. I'm Steven, the electric outlaw. And you can still find me at the Steven Ramirez on Instagram. Oh, and one last thing. You guys can find us over at Buy Me A Coffee if you'd like to leave us like a little cash donation tip. We're trying to get some funds together for some stuff for Pacific Northwest True Crime Fest for like our booth, some travel expenses, just Need stuff banner, to make baby. it like the best experience that mm -hmm. we can make it for you guys. So if you want to throw us a buck or two, Buy Me A Coffee. You can find us there at Olympia Oddities Podcast. And until next time, friends. <laughs>